everybody. This is Sarah. And this is Rob. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 167. Hello. Hey, happy holidays, Rob. Happy holidays. Here we are. Here we are. Are you enjoying the holidays? Uh, yeah, so far so good. I uh, I had a couple couple days of Hanukkah with Doug early in the month and kind of had fun, some fun little holiday parties here and there. I went home to Iowa for Christmas and now I'm enjoying that blessed week in between Christmas and New Year's where everybody is kind of chill. Nice. Yeah. I'm enjoying that week as well. I don't have to work. Yay. That's delightful. Um, and speaking of the holidays, it's usually a time for presents. And um, I've gotten a few that I wanted to send out some thank yous for. So this is a little belated, but we, we, we haven't recorded in a while. I wanted to send thank yous out to Danny, Sue Ann, and Kathleen for sending me amazing homemade mason jar cozies. I love it. Remember I talked about the kapow and how I like mm-hmm. to have my coffee in it and how I wished I had some cozies. Well, these are great. Well, um, two of them are knit and one of them is made from fabric and has a cute little button and an elastic. They're just adorable. And I was so touched. Thank you guys. Ladies. Thank you ladies so much. We have such crafty, clever and kind listeners. Well, and I wondered if someone at my uh, corner coffee shop listens to our show or if it's all just great minds because I walked into the coffee shop today and next to the cash register, they had two mason jars with kapows on them and uh, they both and they both had knit uh, cozies, cozies around them. And theirs were, um, it was kind of like a picture, like a rectangle and then at each end it came to a point and it had a little ribbon so they kind of look like little oh, coffee packages. They super were super cute. cute. Well, the kapow, I think, is it's getting a lot more, um, a lot more visibility. I've I'm seeing them around. Yeah, like a lot of things we talk about and how much do we love. Has, they get popular what? after we talk about them. Not we have because our finger we talk the about them, but we are <laughs> often early adopters of cool things. See also yes. the soda stream. Yes, everywhere this holiday season. Everywhere. And you know what? I still love it. Every time I use it, I just think, I love it. Okay, and then in our last episode, we talked about airport magazines. Yes. And if you remember, Jungle Marge and Bardock were here visiting me, and they were sitting in the the next room listening to my end of this conversation. (laughs) Well, my mother apparently jotted herself down a note during that episode, and guess what I received for Hanukkah? A subscription to People Magazine, you guys. That's amazing. It's so great because it's something you totally want but would never buy for yourself, right? Which is the perfect gift in my Oh, in I was so excited. I opened the end and she did it old school. She didn't like go online and buy a gift subscription like you would normally do. <laughs> like you would normally do. You know, like how you do it today in, in yeah. 2012. Uh, but she's so cute. She had bought a People magazine for herself on the flight home. And she pulled out the little card and filled it out and mailed it in. I love and it. And then mailed me the other half, which is still on my fridge with a magnet. And the bonus of that is that you also get them on your iPad. You get the digit or on your computer or I guess a bunch of other ways. But for me, I get People Magazine on my iPad now, you guys. I open it and I'm like, that's amazing. I, one. I had thought when you said you got a subscription, I just assumed you just got like an electronic subscription, but you got the print and then you can register for the. Yes. That's awesome. It's so good. Good gift. It's like a double subscription because now I'll take my other, after I've read it, I'll take the paper one to work or give it to a friend, you know? It's the gift that keeps on giving, People Magazine subscription. And then finally, I received a really sweet surprise from our listener, Chad, who uh, follows us on Instagram and had seen 
some photos of Ernesto that inspired him, and he painted me a holiday ornament. The most adorable thing. That's an Ernesto portrait, you guys. <laughs> it's so cute. I about died. It's so cute. I took a picture of it next to Ernesto and put it on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash how much do we love. You can take a look at it. Chad is the cutest thing ever. Thank you so much. Love I it. Love it. All right. Those you are my make a real oh. business of that, like doing personal cat portraits. He's pet done them for some up. other podcasters, I learned. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I have a pet. Chad, have you ever seen Shirley <laughs> Hard? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She's adorable. <laughs> She's all black. It's pretty easy. She would probably. <laughs> yeah, right? You only need yellow for her eyes. That's all you can ever see. And her that's pink funny. lipstick. She has little pink. Little, she has little, little pink, pink lipstick. Lips. She has. That's true. All right. Um, those are my, I had to give shout outs to the peeps. So let's talk about some stuff we love. Okay. Well, this is one, um, I just got the new Ina Garten, uh, cookbook as a Hanukkah gift. And it's her new book. It's called foolproof. And Mm -hmm. I'm actually right now in the middle of making her, uh, caramel sea salt brownies. Oh, Yes, please. which are basically, and she says right on the thing, they're basically a variation of the outrageous brownie, which we've talked about in the we past, love and also it. outrageous. Also, the people <laughs> who came to our live show got samples that That's we true. made. They did. And what I like about this version of it, it is not for the huge sheet pan. It only is a nine by thirteen, like oh, a regular which is much pan. Much more reasonable. So much more manageable. Yeah. And then at the end. You microwave this caramel sauce and then sprinkle it with flaked sea salt. Yes, please. I like to do that with anything, really. Sandwich. Basically anything. I would <laughs> do that banana, on a banana, <laughs> a turkey. Um, so anyway, in the book, she stressed again, and I've seen a lot of people do this on uh, cooking shows, and I've never really paid too much attention to it, uh, that you should really get a leave-in oven thermometer and really calibrate what you're what your oven temp is. And I was kind of like, ah, whatever. But I was out doing holiday shopping and I went in Crate and Barrel and they happened to have like the OXO mm-hmm. brand one was on sale and it was like $10 or $12. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this. I'm obsessed with it now. How, how accurate is your oven? My oven is about five degrees low. That's pretty close. Pretty close, but yeah. the real kicker is it is never truly preheated when it says it is. Mm-hmm. I agree. I have I've had one of those for years. I just get the little cheap metal one. You can get it in the grocery store, you know, in the cooking aisle. They're like four ninety nine or something, and um, it just hangs in there. It, for me, it was imperative for baking more than anything yeah, well, else. And, it's, and that's um, what I I've been doing so much more baking lately, and I was like, this is. This is really good. And I totally saw a difference the last time I made, I make a lot of like uh, quick breads, mm-hmm. banana bread and pumpkin chocolate chip bread. And that's when I saw the most difference. Cause those I've always had a tough time getting them to be done on the inside and not yeah. total dark yeah. brown on the outside. And I have found it is a combination of needing new pans mm-hmm. and the leave-in thermometer. So anyway, I'm obsessed with the leave-in thermometer I think I think everyone should have one. They're great. When you had said you wanted to talk about leave-in thermometer, I thought you meant like the kind that you leave in like a turkey or something. Oh, no, I was no, like, no. no, I don't know what that is. But I totally have the kind that you just leave in the oven. I'm with you. Yeah, that just hangs on your top rack or yeah. whatever. Well, and, then, now, and I was surprised that my mom has one too. 
And I was like, oh, look, mom. And she's like, of course. I think everybody has those. I'm like, I don't know if they do, mom. Thermometer buddies. Mom's no best. Well, another thing that's imperative for baking, as far as I'm concerned, and also useful in a million different ways, is a kitchen scale. How much do we love a kitchen scale? I love my kitchen scale. And I use it way more than I thought I was going to. Oh, I use mine all the time. And for like when I was doing all the bread baking last year, remember? Yes. It's so much easier to weigh dry ingredients for baking with a scale. Yes. And you just put your bowl on it and you reset it and then you dump your ingredients. You know, you dump your however many ounces of flour in and then you reset it to zero and then you dump in your... I enjoy the process of hitting the zero button for some reason. Like I get an unexplainable amount of joy from that. I don't know why. I love like yesterday I made applesauce and I needed to weigh how many apples I had. So I just put a dish on my scale and zeroed it out and then piled all the apples in. So good. There's no subtracting for the weight of a plate. And it's just, for baking, it's, you know, it's way more accurate because there's a thousand ways to measure dry ingredients. Well, and as I'm pouring the delicious chocolate into the egg mixture of this brownie mix. This is a live brownie cast, by the way. This is a live brownie cast. I know you mentioned those brownies. I I don't know if it was clear that you're actually making them right now. I'm actually stirring right now as I'm talking. Um, But in this, in this, in in this uh, recipe, like it has like eight ounces of semi-sweet chocolate chips. Well, that's not like your traditional recipe where it's like throw in a bag of Toll House. Right. This is like, so it's, Isn't it's a bag a eight ounces though usually? Or is it a no, 16 ounce No, the bag, bag is like 12 or 16 because oh, I've, I've had right. to specifically, when you make the big outrageous brownies, I yeah. think you can just go with a bag. Mm. But uh, this smaller one. None of this two thirds eyeballing nonsense. No, Measure it, that shit out. I, and it's, Weigh it. I don't know, it's satisfying to me. The exactness. It's, I also like to make, it helps me make things even. Like if I'm making, I don't know, meatballs yes. or something, I'm like, you will each be one ounce. Yes, you will. I, and the, again, with the quick breads, because a lot most recipes make two loaves. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to see if you've got your two loaf pans. Even. even. Ooh, that's a good call. When I was yeah. making bread all the time and I would make rolls or even just the bread, because, you know, it makes that big tub of dough. Right. And then you would need to pull out a pound. And they would say, you know, a grapefruit size. Well, that is not specific enough for me. I needed to actually weigh it. And, you know, you, you don't need a fancy schmancy one, people. The one I got was, I don't know, it's probably $12 or something. You can get it at Target or Bed Bath & Beyond or... Yeah, I've got a... The I've digital got like, one, though. Get, go, go, do yeah. go digital. I don't think mine was very expensive. It, mine's a Martha Stewart one from Macy's, and it, like, takes a 9-volt battery, which that's the only annoying thing about it, was I'm like, who has 9-volt batteries around? I don't even know how mine is powered. It must have a battery in it. But I've well, had it for so long, it's never died. Mine's, like, the biggest loser brand, I think. I got it at Bed Bath & Beyond. Nice. A while ago. I do love a kitchen scale. Love it. It's a good, these are, I don't know, these are tools that I think a lot of people have and. Or don't you, realize you, that you might you actually about, use it. But yeah. I think you're going to use it, especially if, I think, especially if you're a baker. Well, which, and also I think if you're watching what you eat in any manner of yes. ways, calories, whatever, it's great totally. for portioning. So you can say, how much is an ounce of almonds? And yes. then realize that the handful you've been eating is really more like three ounces of almonds. Exactly. It's great for portioning. It's great for if you're cutting up stuff into you know, if you buy a big piece of fish and you want to cut it up and freeze it, you know, like from Costco or whatever, you can portion it out and know how big it is. Kitchen scale. Weigh it. Scale. I like it. We're weighing in on, on kitchen scales <laughs> and how much we love them. Womp womp. Now, I know that you like a leave-in thermometer, but how do you feel about a leave-in conditioner? I love a leave-in conditioner. Do you? 
I do. I don't. Not well, a fan. Well, you know what? I haven't tried that's one That's probably in a, long time. a hair type thing. Don't, I think it don't, is. Don't you think? Like for my hair, because frankly, what I find I do with my hair is I shampoo it. It gets all dry and fly away looking. And then I spend a lot of money putting pomade, which is basically the grease I just took out of my hair right. back into my hair. Right. So I've taken to lately, I don't, <clears throat> a lot of times I don't uh, use shampoo. I just use conditioner. And if I'm going someplace fancy and I want it to be kind of wet, and slick back instead mm-hmm. of putting tons of gel in i just leave the conditioner in all right the bonus bonus Fancy. tip there it is yeah for me it just makes my hair kind of scraggly but <laughs> if i'm gonna wash it and then just like go to sleep or not go out i might use a leave-in conditioner i don't, I don't even know if i have any anyway i just wanted to say leave-in conditioner <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, let's talk about some non-kitchen things we have two iphone apps and actually yes. i should have looked to see if they're available on any other platform because you non-iphone people are like ugh. You guys with your Apple products. (laughs) But I will tell you that mine, you can also use the website for. Okay. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Uh, Mine, I actually found in my last, uh, I think it was in my last uh, airport magazine. I think it was in that Vanity Fair that I just bought. Um, Rashidra Jones. Uh Uh-huh. Is that her name? Rashidra? Rashida. Rashida. (laughs) I was going to let it go. I have a friend named Rashidra who was just in a show that Doug did. Okay, Rashida Jones. She uh, recommended this app, and it's called Run P. Mm -hmm. And I love everything about this app. Like, when you first download it, they kind of, the guy who started the app gives you the whole story of their company. And it's like, hey, it's just me and my family and a couple friends doing this. And uh, it's a lot of movies that we have to see. We do our best to get them you know, done a couple hours after they premiere. Anyway, the, what the app does is it tells you when you can pee during the movie. Fantastic. I'm looking, it is available for Android and iPhone. I um, so, I don't know. know if it's an age thing, but I have a really tough time lately making it all the way through a movie. Like I almost always have to go to the bathroom during a movie. And this tells you exactly when to go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes gives you a couple options. Like I, just for fun, after I went to, and this has now been my thing that I have yet to use it in the movie theater, mm-hmm. but I, I like to go look after I've seen the movie. I'm like, huh, I wonder when they would have recommended that I go. Wow. And there was Anal- th- post watching an out post P analysis. Uh, so there were like a, you know, three different places during the Hobbit where they're like, ah, it's a long battle. Just go, <laughs> you know? And what they do is they tell you, the time to go and they'll tell you like the line of dialogue that is your cue to get up and go. Mm -hmm. And then they give you a little synopsis of what happened while you were gone. What you missed. I'm looking at the website now. You can also just look in advance. You don't need a, you don't need a smartphone. You can just put the movie in here. I'm looking at the Les Mis ones and it tells you the P times. I think the P time at 116 is the best. It's a long song sung by the revolutionaries. <laughs> It'll tell you at 55 minutes in, you can run P for five minutes. This is kind of great. What happens during this P time? And then they also do Ooh, a lyrics. great, um, these, are, these are the things that happen in the first three minutes. So you're running late. Oh, you that's great. And, and they tell you if there's any extras during <gasps> the credits. Heads, that's genius. Because sometimes that's when you have to pee. You're like, you know what? I did it. I made it all the way through. Oh, but it's a Judd Apatow. I'm sure there's going to be outtakes. Oh, I love outtakes. Can we talk about that on a future show? I'm writing it down. Write it down. I love outtakes so much. This is genius. I I had heard about this and you told me about it, but I did not really get the extent of how awesome it is. 
Yeah, and I, I like, they, it says like, <clears throat> they do like a little review and they say which person on their staff saw it. And I'm always like, I, I enjoy these people. I like, I like the way they write. And Wait a minute. I, I, I didn't realize it actually buzzes when it's time for you to pee. Yeah. So. And they tell you, they're like, be courteous when you're using this app during the movies. You don't want to upset your neighbors. I don't like when people have the lit up phone during the movie. So if you had it in your pocket, it would be okay. It says yeah. you install it, you select your movie, and then once the movie begins, after the credits, start the timer, and then it will vibrate before each pee time. Right. And then you can read what's happening in the movie while you're away. Yeah. If you're peeing. And it's a really good idea. I like it. I'm going to get it. It's the holiday movie season. And it is. We're almost getting time of the list of movies that Doug has. Oh, God. The list. Say list. The list. All right. Well, my app is also a website that you can use, and it's called Time Hop. Time Hop. And actually, I learned about this from... um, Brian from the Game Night Guys, we were chatting one day and he said something about, oh, I saw it on my time hop. And I thought to myself, I don't, I don't know what that is. And I Googled it. Um, and all it does is gives you a look back at what you were doing exactly a year ago or two years ago or three years ago via social media. So you connect it to your Facebook account, Twitter, Instagram, Flickr. Mm, I think that, I, that maybe that's everything. And then every day you get an email if you don't use the app or you, you, you can just get an email that says, all right, you know, December 28th. Yeah, those are all the things. Oh, and Foursquare. That's another good one for me. Oh, I use nice. Foursquare a lot. So it'll tell you where you were. And- yeah. So la- this day last year, Rob, was the day that Doug gave us our turbans. I was in Chicago. <gasps> yes, because we were getting you were getting ready for your New Year's Eve show. I went I to the tasting at Few Spirits. I went to yes. and then we went to feast for dinner and then we went to Davenport's and there's and I posted the picture of us in our turbans authentically turban it so there's just something really fun about seeing oh yeah remember that oh yeah oh yeah I went to the kebab place for lunch that day with my friend Paul you know it's something enjoyable now the website will send you an email each day and it just shows you last year but the app goes back like eight years or something so so like if I look at um the app now should have pulled this up in advance uh, I see that I have all my one year ago and it tells me it was a Wednesday. And then two years ago, I was also in Chicago and we went to the Lucky Platter. Oh, or so I went to the Lucky Platter. And to Moody's, our favorite burger Ooh, place. We were doing all of the, the hits. Yeah. It was a great, greatest hits, <laughs> the greatest hits trip. Yeah. It's, so it's, fu- it's really fun. And then the other thing is in the app, it shows you a little timeline of all your stuff. And then there's also a friends tab and anybody else who's using TimeHop, you can share any of your items in your feed mm-hmm. to the shared stream. So it's fun to say, so, you know, someone will be like, oh my God, I can't believe my kid looked so young last year. Or look at this ridiculous picture of me drinking bourbon out of a huge bottle with a straw. That's still funny. <laughs> We just posted that today. Um, anyway, it's enjoyable. It, you have to connect it with Facebook, I think, um, at the minimum, and then you can add all the other services. I use Foursquare a lot, so that one's really useful for me to see. Oh yeah, remember I had lunch with Chris that day. It's just there's just something very. Um, it's like a little pat on the back, you know. It's like well, oh, I, I remember that. It's enjoyable. I got, I got like an enjoyable text from you. You're like, hey, remember a year ago we yes. we we ruled it out at. Disney World. Disney World. We were so good at Disney World. We were the best people at it. Exactly. Now, I will say the app for the iPhone, it's, it looks really nice design wise, but it's really buggy. Sorry, time Mm. up, people. I'd love to see you take it up a notch there. (laughs) 
There's often, it doesn't always load, but you know, it's close enough. But it's fun because you just have to remember to look every day because once, you know, the next day, all of your stuff from the day before is gone. You have to look that day, which is also, there's something like, I wake up and I'm like, ooh, my time hop. Nice. I like it. Okay. I like it. It sounds fun. Yeah. Especially for traveling. There was one where I had posted something like, uh, off to catch my flight late at night. You know, it was like in the evening and I was like, where am I going? <laughs> I don't know. And I had to wait till the next day and be like, right. I took a red eye to New York. Oh. I was like, where am I? It was very exciting. <laughs> I didn't remember. <laughs> the suspense of where you the were going was, was ki- all relived. The suspense of where I went a year ago was killing me. Um, so those are two apps we like and a couple of kitchen things we like. Should we recap? Oh. Let's recap. Right. Well, we want to say we want to say thanks for all the gifts from all the listeners. It's yes. very sweet Sue of Ann, Danny, and Kathleen, the cozy ladies. I love them. Love it. Everyone at work hey. is envious. I bring them in, and people are like, "Ooh, your listeners are so cool." They are cool. They are cool. cool. Um, we also love a leave-in oven thermometer. Yes, and, and we love a kitchen scale. Oh, we love them. I'm going to go weigh something later and then bake it at a specific temperature. <laughs> I guess what we're finding out is that we are exacting. We are. Yeah. I like I, I like, like to be precise. To be precise. We like yeah. the Time Hop app and timehop.com. And we love Run P. Which is it it's runp.com, R U N P E E. And both of those you can use without an app, so you guys can all sign up and uh, enjoy. Enjoy. Well, um, I hope everyone's uh, getting ready to have a fun and safe New Year's Eve. It's bubbly time. Ooh, touch of sparkle. Yes, sparkle it up. So um, have a happy New Year. We hope you had a great holidays, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.